Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to front, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off, they need so long. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right. See if my uh, see if my co-host is with us yet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's not here this immediate moment, but the brother is on his way. Tell me that he would be in transit. You know what I'm saying? On his way back uptown. All right? So we will await his arrival. In the meantime, in between time, peace to the family, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Another Ledge. Yes, indeed, we are back for another monumental episode. Um, definitely want to say salute to everybody that joined us on Tuesday's powerful monumental episode. If the family missed out on that, you might want to check the archives and definitely download that archives uh, classic with the Mooney Twins. They're getting a lot of phone calls about that program, you know what I'm saying, and people are asking for a part two. It was cut off abruptly in mid-stride, you know what I'm saying. Those brothers was getting a dribble together. They was just coming down court, ready to shoot the money shot, and the phone got clipped, so... We're going to be putting something together very, very soon to bring them back in the building so we could commence right where we left off. You know what I'm saying? The brothers had a lot that they wanted to share about a very pertinent topic. Okay? So, as always, we ask family, if you can um, update statuses, if you can uh, send tweets out, messages, or what have you, let the family know that we are here. We are rocking out, KTL Radio. Tonight's topic is child support fraud. Child support fraud. Child support has hampered many an individual, you know, who have brought outside forces into an internal situation. For some people, it's internal conflict, you know, um, but they've brought the fraudulent establishment in, and Sister Anna E, Sister Rosemarie Bray are bringing forth some information that speaks to that particular fraud. And I think this beyond the emotionalism of saying, you know, you shouldn't have white folks up in your business. I think it's beyond, you know, more than that particular scope. 
those sisters are real technical in terms of their thorough research about the authoritative process that these institutions have versus don't have. So just like they've beat up the whole concept of what traffic court is, the fact that that's not, you know what I'm saying, uh, a substantiated uh, court, I think that they're bringing forth information that speaks to the same thing dealing with child support, all right? And they're putting together something that amounts to a class action, all right? But in this particular case, it's being called a writ of mandamus for all Moors, okay? So you have to be a Moor. You have to be standing on your square, you know what I'm saying, with your status, and they are taking all accounts. People have personal accounts of their experience with the courts, you know, that they want to share and they want to attach to this particular quote-unquote class action suit is being put together. Like I said, it's a writ of mandamus, and sisters will be able to explain what that means when they come on. So tonight will be the uh, setting the platform. They'll be letting you know what you need to do to participate, you know what I'm saying, in this move where they're going to be bringing forth, uh, where they're going to be setting the record straight, Okay. So shout out to everybody. I seen y'all on Facebook. Y'all was trick or treating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're not here to judge, you know. And um, you know, I seen some of y'all children. It was they got all dressed up. You know, what I'm saying it took a lot of time and and uh concern and and. and putting together those outfits and what have you and, you know, that, that, that one time out of year that you can, you know, legally uh, put your mask on and get away with it and not be scrutinized for it, you know. Shout out to all of y'all for that, you know what I'm saying. Out here in Los Angeles, what I did last night to acknowledge the fact that the uh, the portals, the gateways, the dimensions to the ancestors were open. I participated in a sweat lodge, okay? For the family that's not familiar with sweat lodges, sweat lodges are practices that our ancient ancestors of this particular landmass would do during particular juncture points, in particular during times like last night, you know, when the gates were open, and tonight the gates are open as well. So they use this particular time to come into close contact with spirit ancestors and spirit Mother Earth and things of that particular nature because, you know, the gates are literally down, you know. And if you you don't believe in that, why would you participate in a situation such as Halloween? Why would you magnify it and give it that energy if this is some belief, okay? Well, I decided to, you know, do something a lot more constructive for my spiritual salvation with that moment. And, again, that's not taking shots at anybody 
who uh, decided that trick-or-treating was going to get them there. You know, so I did it with some wonderful people out here in Los Angeles, in particular Sister Moxie G, the wonderful empress that we brought forth to do the show about Fukushima and Yemiya. You know, that's just the truth, okay? If anyone who has any doubts about the power of spirit or anyone who has any questions in their heart about the realm of the ancestors, and let me use this for instance, you know, if you have somebody in your family that has recently departed, if you're still struggling with this concept that there's the other side and you don't know how to internalize that and you're stuck because religion has you staring one way and YouTube got you staring another way, you know, metaphysics of position might be telling you one thing and you might be hearing something somewhere else. You just haven't made your own mind up and you need that confirmation, then you need to get in contact with Sister Matsuji. You know, and hopefully if you're out here in L.A., you can partake in one of these festivals where the sister, you know, acts as a medium where she speaks directly to you in place of what your ancestors on the other side of the veil are saying to you. And once you see this happen 15 to 20 times with everyone that's in the group and they ask a question of the ancestor and the ancestor answers them back, within a second, and specifies their message directly to them, uses language that only they would know, uses gestures that only they would know, okay? The sister is not to be um, prosecuted for the fact that she's the one interpreting what's being said. She's telling you exactly how she's being told. Your ancestor told me that he calls you this, and he does this with his hand, and he used to do this with his mouth, and this, that, and the other. So do you know and recognize what I'm talking about? And upon confirmation, she would continue and she would answer the person's question in real time, like right on the spot. Zip, 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 zip. was going down. So that's what, you know, the energy of yesterday represented. Your ancestors were here. They seen you dressing up, painting your face, doing this, that, and the other. Again, I'm not here to judge what I would say. And this, again, is not a judgment. It's just a, um, a suggestion. Make sure if you do have a white candle, light that candle tonight. You know what I'm saying? If you do have pictures of your ancestors, put that picture out. Put some flowers up. Take some of that candy that you got from trick-or-treating and put the candy near the picture. If your ancestor has a favorite candy, make sure that you adorn your altar space with that candy. And I know altar space might sound weird to some people who are not familiar with that lingo or language. That altar I'm talking about is anything that you set up for your ancestors, a piece of white cloth, you know what I'm saying, very clean place. Uh, like I said, a pitcher, a glass of water, a vase of flowers, you know, candle, what have you. You feel me? Some little candle, I mean some little candies, you know. Ain't nothing about goat blood. I ain't saying nothing about no chicken blood. You know what I'm saying? Or a roster heart, who's the heart, nothing like none of that. I ain't, ain't saying none of that. You know, keep it very simple and pay homage. You know, the walls are down. The ancestors are with us at this particular time, more so than any other time. There are other people's ancestors that are with us. There are other entities that are here. They're with us. Uh, upon coming out of the sweat last night, um, 
we were able to look up and see the Star Nation. The crystal ship was there. I was able to, how would I say it, um, introduce, okay, the concept of off-planet entities and our ancestry, you know, they come in this particular Merkaba crystal mothership to this particular plane of existence. Do I know how far out they are? I, I don't really know by the, by the whole perception of what I'm seeing in the sky. I don't know how close it is, but it's a big-ass, bright-ass light, and it twinkles, you know, and it spins. And if anybody has a Zoom camera, you could get clear footage of it. And shout-out to my family down in Florida. The brother last week, Saturday, it was, it was born day. I'm not going to put his information out there on the radio just as yet because I don't know if he wants me to share that. But he did send me four videos where he has clear footage. He caught some crystal clear footage of the mothership. You see the shape of it. You see it spinning. You see it turning colors. You see it emitting energy. You know, you see it interacting and interfacing. You know that it's an entity. It's, it's a live living thing right in your sky. It's been in the L.A. sky. Told me, like, when I, he told me and I told him, well, I haven't seen it in a while. Later on that night, it popped up. I was in North Hollywood. It was right there, and I, you know, it's been here ever since. So if anybody's in the L.A. area, you want to check it out, I'm sure that um, in a few hours, you know, once night breaks or what have you, go outside and check it out for yourself. I'm sure it's going to be there. Or if anybody's anywhere else in any other region of the planet, you want to check it out, you know, step outside with an open heart and an open mind. And it may appear for you. I'm sure that it's there. If we're seeing it at the point that we're seeing it in the sky, you know, it's accessible to any and everybody else that, you know. So, with all that being said, again, like I said, um, I want to give a shout-out to everybody that was painting in the sweat lodge last night. I want to give a shout-out to everybody that was at home in their personal space, acknowledging their ancestors. I want to even give a shout-out to those who weren't and may not know that that's what this particular time was about. But if I said anything that connects with you, again, like I said, this is all Saints Day, so the gate is still down. Take some time out during the show. Take a break during the meditation or send the energy during the meditation after the show. Whatever time seems best befitting to you. But do something to honor the ancestors, okay? These are um, very real key moments in our planetary evolutionary cycle, you know what I'm saying? And um, there needs to be as much done in terms of acknowledgement for forces from beyond because we're going to need those forces very soon, you know what I'm saying? And those forces need us at this particular time. You know, the sister said there's not enough people participating in the prayer for the ocean. So I'm going to bring her back on the program. We're going to reintroduce that conversation as well as talk about some other things. And particularly, I want her to bring forth the conversation about the similarities and the connection between the Americas and the customs and traditions of Kibalon, Africa. Since so many people are rooted in this concept and their belief that they're only from Africa, but they've spent so many years here in America, their ancestors, their direct lineage, like 
their last five, six, or seven generations are buried in the dirt here on this land. This dirt produced the food that has fed your ancestors for the last six, seven, five, four, three, two generations here on this land have provided for your nourishment, fortified you. The DNA from those particular um, plants, like, you ain't eating none from Africa, nigga. They ain't flying that over. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting that in Whole Foods. You're eating the food that comes right out of this land. Pay some homage, and you won't be losing anything by doing that. It don't make you any less African if you acknowledge the fact that your ass is in America right now, and this particular land has customs that will tie you back to Africa because there's not that much difference in terms of what was set up over here and what was going on over there. But you have to be able to build a mental bridge in your mind to connect both continents so you can really ignite the power that is available to you, okay? The ancestors here want to work with you, but you need to acknowledge them. There was atrocities that took place here, and you are hummusting on your ancestors by not acknowledging them. You know what I'm saying? So when you see other people, other particular forces that, we identify as the occupiers of this land, as you see them working the spiritual systems of this land by growing corn everywhere that they go, by growing wheat everywhere that they go. You know what I'm saying? Understand why certain things happen for them that you might consider quote-unquote magical because they never let go of the customs of this particular land. They have, might even fuse it with the custom of the places that they came from, but they never turned their back or shitted on the customs of this land. Even if they killed off the buffalo and they endangered the eagle or what have you, there's still things that they do to safeguard and take care of some of the main ancestry of this particular land. They build their houses on all of these grid points and all of these mounds. You know what I'm saying? All of this ancient, ancient, ancient science is your science. If you navigated this planet, if you say that this planet is yours, you got to know something about grid systems. You got to know something about all of the juncture points and the vortex points of this planet because that's how you navigate it. You got to know something about cosmophysics. You got to know something about something other than the names of Orishas. Okay? So, what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to start the program, you know, I'm waiting on my co-host. Again, like I said, he is in transit, so he's not with us as of yet, but he will be with us soon, you know what I'm saying? This is some pertinent information. I don't want to hold us back from the family anymore. I have been eagerly anticipating the return of the sister scholar, both sister scholars to our program, Sister Anna E. and Sister Rosmariah Bay. You know, sharp, sharpness we're talking about here, okay? So in honor of the mother, I don't want to waste any more time. Let me go directly to the phone lines and bring in our first guest for tonight on the program. Again, family, the name of this program is Notalized Radio Presents Child Support Fraud, okay? Join us tonight on Notalized Radio as we welcome back our Moabite warriors and sister Anna E. This is the Rosmariah Bay. Tonight she will present a lecture on child support fraud. Okay? Um, I have some more things written on it that I wrote up on Facebook. Let me pull that description up. 
just so I could drive these points home. Okay. My computer's mad slow. Yes. So, they prepared to share some information that is potential to top of this fraudulent structure that has been a thorn in many family sides since its inception. Okay. Many grievances are attached to this particular fraudulent system. And we're going to talk about the emotional impact that goes along with it. Because I know some sisters might be pulling their hair out their head right now saying, no, keep it in place. You know, they're going to be the ones that stand in front of the uh, the muskets. But nonetheless, with no further ado, call it from the 860-860-306. Peace. Islam. 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 Yes, How indeed. Are you today? <laughs> Greetings. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Sister Anna E. Absolutely. Is Rosa Mariah calling from a 954 number? No, she would be calling from a 609 number. 609 okay. 404. I don't, I don't think she's with us as of yet. Or That's all right. should I say, yeah, Sister Bay, if you are with us at this particular time, please press 1 on your phone. I do see my co-host. I want to bring him in the building real quick. Call her from the 347-650. Right. Brother Red Pill, peace. <laughs> hey, peace. Uh-huh. Peace, Sister Savvy. Yeah, part of the noise. I'm out here in New York, so you know how that gets. But peace to <laughs> the family, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Nodalex Radio. I'm a little late, but I'm here. Welcome back, <laughs> Sister Anna E. Greetings. Islam. Yeah. Islam. Yeah, so we're going to let the streets hear this. I had to report from the sidewalks like this is Channel 11 News because this topic right here, this is not for behind oh, closed doors to protect yeah, it's affecting the streets. Hmm. It's all in the curves and all that. So, yeah, we're here. All right. So, I'm going to mute my phone, though, so there's no feedback until I get into a quieter area. Okay. Yes, indeed. So, how have you been? Busy, 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 as usual, you know. Uh, oh, I can only we, imagine, yes. <laughs> as we all are, uh, especially now with more and more uh, people waking up and proclaiming their nationality and just waking up on the whole and, you know, um, looking to discover who they are um, because almost (laughs) all of the information that we have been given uh, or or, or I should say programmed or put on us is absolutely false. It's designed to keep us asleep and uh, uh, chasing our tails or at each other's throat with much in misinformation. And, um, you know, a lot of people are waking up and they're asking questions and they, they, they want to know. So, yes, you know, with that, we stay busy. <laughs> yes, they are. And RV Bay Publication has been you know, the on the online destination to a lot of people's salvation. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
That's the Underground Railroad. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, you know, and 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 I just want to say, you know, it's 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 a great thing for those who have been to the um, Harlem class to know that it's been there for I think over seven years. It's an absolutely wonderful thing, boy, because you know she kept the light on so that we can find our way to the truth, or to you know to some absolutely great information and venue where you can even ask questions and surprisingly get answers. Yes, yes, indeed, it's a portal. You know what I'm saying, and people are able in real time to get real solutions from real people. And there are not so many places on the planet that, you know, offer that particular service. Right, exactly. And, uh, and then, you know, and, and the, 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 uh, <laughs> the show for tonight, the child support fraud, it was really um, something that kind of went over my head. I was absolutely not aware. I mean, I knew about Many of us will say we know about child support and, you know, the what we as women experience um, is nothing, nothing like what um, a lot of the sons experience. And when I found out a little bit of what the sons were experiencing, I said, oh, no, I guess <laughs> it's a subject matter that needs to be put on the front burner. But with that subject matter, there comes some information that is going to stretch people's minds, absolutely, on both yes. sides, on both sides, because you have to get some true information in order to be able to discern how we as a people are being set up because of that missing information. So uh, that that inspired me to really get some more information, talk to a lot of sons. You know, and the more I talk to a lot of sons, the, the you know, the more you know, my heart just went out to them for what they have been going through. And uh, I know, like you said at the preface of the show, there's going to be a lot of sisters out there who might feel angry and upset, but the only reason that you're feeling angry and upset is because you're missing information. That's it. Yes. So... Um, I, if you want me to just go into it, I can. Or if you want to, like, ask questions, lead in, let me know how you want to do this. <laughs> I would like you to continue. Yes, go in, please. All right. Now, one of the key components to the child support fraud is misinformation. And the, one of the biggest components or the, one of the biggest misinformation that we all run with is true biology. And this is huge, a huge thing. It stretches the mind. And many of the sons are going to fight it. But the very thing that the sons, and when I say sons, I mean, you've got to be clear. In this, in this universe, 
there's only mother and son. That's all there is. So with that as the preface into this, we have to know that your son is the male, what they erroneously call the male, the man is the son. (laughs) What they erroneously call woman, the female, she is woman, but she is man. She is the womb of man. All things come through the womb. That's the only way that anything comes into this particular dimension. And the biggest womb is the universe. So we know that all sons come from mother. Before there was a son, there was mother. (laughs) And mother, we don't know where she comes from. Mother, and this is very big, mother brings life here on her own. Misinformation that the Europeans feed us is that life cannot create it without a sperm from a son. That is absolutely misinformation. And this particular piece of information a couple of years ago was on the front burner when they were doing a lot of test tube babies. They discovered, and I'm sure it was by accident, that if you um, apply an electrical charge to the egg, it will split and begin to form light. Now, that's minus a sperm. That is exactly what is happening now. Nothing has changed. We're still doing the same thing. The child is the mother, is the mother, is the mother, is the mother. And it is the mother's obligation to take care of the child. The son's obligation is to make sure that the mother and the family unit is safe and protected from all outside are not harmonious to the continued existence of that family unit. That's that's each obligation. That's it. The reason why the son can never provide mother with finances, land, homes, and houses is because that's her estate. He has things or access to things because he benefits through her who is mother. Now, if we can just just put that in your brain and just hold on to it and not fight it, I'm going to take you into how the European, foreign European aliens will miss information and get us fighting with each other. Because we got to remember, we are the heirs to this land. We are the aboriginal indigenous people of this land. And by the way, this is Africa also. This is northwest Africa. This is, initially it's northwest of Mexico, northwest Africa, North America, the North Gate. So if you're here in what they call North America, South America, Central America, or the islands, you're standing on Northwest Africa. <laughs> so you are descendants of Africans. Um, so if we don't understand true biology, 
then Europeans can come in and start feeding us all sorts of misinformation, and that misinformation gets us fighting each other because the son thinks that this child is his. It comes from his seed. Well, nowhere in biology does it tell you that life started from the testicle and was passed to the womb. There's nothing in, in this dimension that speaks to that. However, because of the misinformation, you have a lot of sons who believe that. They run with that. They talk about their seed created this life. This is my seed. If you read the first chapter of the Holy Quran, Circle 7, it tells you that the seed that creates life is thought of man. And man is mother, and mother uses her mind to create. Along with that spark that she can produce herself if she gets herself together. She's still doing that. Europeans then take this misinformation and they have the mother thinking that she's got to go and demand resources from her son. And the son, as wonderful he is as he is, he tries very hard to accommodate a losing battle. It is a huge setup. Why is it a setup? If this land is her estate, everything in it, all the way down to the core, all the way up to the galaxy, that is her estate. She doesn't need anything from her son. However, foreign European Aliens withhold her estate from her and for and then brainwashes her into thinking that she's got to go to her son to get her stuff. Now, because we're dealing with a corporation that went bankrupt, that bankrupt corporation, which is the United States of America corporation, they are now in receivership. And the receivers is the International Monetary Fund, which is the United Nations. Well, they're a a subdivision of the United Nations. Anytime finances is required by these foreign corporations, They get it through our estate because we have a vast estate, can never go bankrupt. As long as there is a spinning planning earth, we have unlimited wealth that cannot be bought, sold, or transferred. Must keep in mind that uh, inheritance cannot be bought, sold, or transferred. So a lot of stuff that's going on today is absolute fraud. Estates cannot be, inheritance cannot be bought, sold, or transferred. So every woman and child receives money from an international, or I should say finance, from an international level. It's right in the uh, inter, um, 
it's explained in the um what is it called the um uh, I'll remember it in a second and I'll bring it back to you but it's it it is outlined in an international document that specifically lets you know that all finance comes down from an international level for every Asiatic mother and child. It is received by the federal government, and the federal government forwards it to the state corporations. The state corporations turn around and make you apply for your own stuff. and will uh, uh, deny you or approve you to receive your own stuff. And because we lack so much information, we don't even realize this is what is going on. But it's right, it's, it's, it's right there in a lot of the uh, various different language that is out there um, if you do just a little bit of studying, how does this all play into the child support fraud? They then, they then uh, have um, the sisters develop, create um, various, and by using various different forms of writ of discovery, sisters, unbeknownst to them, um, give up a lot of information about the whereabouts and the lifestyle of the sun to these foreign European aliens whose only intent is to injure the aboriginal indigenous people. It's a huge scam. A huge scam. Right. A multi-billion dollar scam. And one of the reasons why I said we have to talk about this, we need to put this on the table, and we need to really, really create some effective strategy is because all of this is generating billions of dollars, billions of dollars, and none of it, none of it goes to the mother or the child. It would be one thing if they were getting something, but they're getting nothing. And everything is coming through the estate of mother, the heir. And she, unbeknownst to her, she's participating in her own demise. And, and, the, and the sad thing about this is if you're a mother and you have a young son, you're setting that son up to follow in his father's footsteps only because you're lacking information. Or the father is setting that young son up to follow in his footsteps where he is constantly attacking mother. Because here's the bottom line. There is no way (laughs) there is going to be a fight between an Asiatic and a European fair where the European wins. It's never, it has never happened in the history of this world. Never. And it will never, ever happen. 
a true and equal fight is always a fight between a more and a more. So the foreign European aliens, they pit us against each other. Because, hell, they're never going to be able to take us out, but we can take each other out. Yes, we can. Islam, you had a comment? No, I said yes. That's, that's <laughs> you know. You should have a ball for that there, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking out. If we're doing late moms, you know, y'all, y'all can give me a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is a huge, huge, huge thing, and. You know, and and I look. I want my sisters to know I am not selling y'all out. I am not abandoning you. But at the same time, I am not turning my back on my sons. I have talked to sons where they have told me because of the fraud of child support, they were kidnapped, uh, uh, handcuffed to benches in this police. Station, this police, and remember, police are private contractors. They're mercenaries for hire. They don't care who mm-hmm. they work for as long as they get paid. All right? So now we got these mercenaries who are absolutely injuring our, our, our sons. And for what? They take them into these jails. They handcuff them to benches. They strip search them. And I had a, a few brothers describe that to me in detail. That stopped me right there. Strip search behind child support? No way. No way. That is unacceptable. I'm sorry. There's nothing that warrants that, that falls under the banner of I'm trying to take care, trying to get you to take care of your child. That's not even acceptable. And then, you know, there are some cases where if you don't do what they say, they will literally strip you themselves, put you in a paper see-through garment, and sit you out on public display. No, that's not acceptable. For child support, that's not acceptable. Child support, yeah. No, that is not acceptable. How they doing them? If my, if I look, all, all, all my, all my sons are, I love them. If you need your behind whooped, I'm the one to whoop it, not no foreign European alien. If you need your behind, whoop your fellow brother need to come on and pull your coattail and whoop your behind, but not no foreign European alien. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. This is why we Speak must on it. absolutely comprehend true biology because they got the mothers thinking, I need you to send me four, five, six hundred dollars a month so that I can take care of this child. No, you have an un 
limited escape. And they are getting billions of dollars from your estate. You don't have to apply for nothing. Sisters out there who might have to apply for what they call welfare, no, that's not welfare. That's finance from your estate. The people who are rationing out the finance, those are the welfare recipients. (laughs) Not you. Not in your own land. Every corporation and every foreign European alien, those are the true welfare recipients because they don't belong here. They came here from somewhere else, and they use all of our resuting, the finance they generate from our estate to set up shop. And then on top of all of that, they count up into coming in and doing the work. <laughs> That's welfare. It's crazy. That's not our obligation. Our obligation as people is to, um, you know, uplift each other, you know, in 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 any way that you can. Uh, you know, our obligation is to take care of the earth, make sure that it the um help to maintain the balance of harmony, not just for us but for all species, and that's our obligation, nothing else. Islam? Islam, yes. But um, also in the, um, you know, I'm trying to find the, um, the, um, the, uh, International document I shut my computer off And I probably should not have But I think I might have found it It's in the International Covenant On Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights And it is in Article 10 The um, and, it, and it reads Section 1 reads The widest possible protection And assistance should be accorded to the family fundamental group unit of society, particularly for its establishment and while it is responsible for the care and education of dependent children. Special protection should be accorded to mothers during a reasonable period before and after childbirth. During such period, working mothers should be accorded paid leave or leave with adequate social benefits. You know, so, right, and there's some more. There's more here. But this is letting you know that as a mother, because, see, the concern that I had as a mother is that I had to work so that I could pay rent, get food, and make sure my children had clothes on their back. Then when they became of age, I had to make sure that they went to a school where they were getting properly educated, if you read these international documents, if as a, as a mother, as an heir, you're supposed to be able to have, a, you're supposed to be able to maintain a living. That's outside of working. And if you have a child, you are supposed to be specially protected. That means... If you're not, if you're, it's not about 
I got to go work. That's not what it's about. And and it's also it also means that if you choose to school your children yourself, you have that option. The way they set it up, the way they set it up, you don't have oh shoot, they you don't have that option. Not at all. You they don't wanna, you know. You, they want to criminalize you, that particular exactly, option. Exactly. They criminalize it. And there's this is why, you know, we I put together that um, writ of mandamus. Now, you ask, what is a writ of mandamus? Writ of mandamus is a writ. It is a command. You're not asking for anything. You are commanding because the people, the people are the masters. <laughs> they call them public servants for a reason. Right. They're for serving. They're, the operative word there is they are servants. They can never Serve the have people. more power. <laughs> exactly. They can never have more power or authority than you. Never. They can't tell you what to do. They can't restrict your activity or your movement. And if they are doing that, there has to be law that gives them permission to do so. And there is none. None. So what do you think it is? People's fear, intimidation, or lack of knowledge? Our people, it's lack of knowledge. Most of our people don't have a lot of information. Um, most of us, we've been going to an uh, institution that taught us nothing, <laughs> literally nothing. These institutions just taught us how to enslave our brothers and sisters through this system that these foreign European aliens set up. Everything that we do to generate finance through foreign European aliens is really designed to tear us down. If you work in the what they call the medical industry, you're giving people poison. <laughs> really. If you work Hands in down. there yeah. if you work in their enforcement, you're arresting, kidnapping all people um, for no and there's no there's no injured party. Many people no do not know. Yeah. Exactly. Many people do not know. Look, all all issues between people is simply a matter of who has a superior claim. That's it. Who has a superior claim? But on this continent and pretty much on this globe called planet Earth, Europeans have no superior claim. So they throw things out there like burglary, uh, child support fraud, uh, um, (laughs) you know, uh, trespassing, you know, because their intent is to get the people afraid. Oh, no, we got to be protected. No, no, no. The issue is who has the superior claim? And when it comes to child support, the reason that it is fraudulent 
is because it is absolutely a civil issue. It's not a criminal issue because there is no injured party. In order for it to be criminal, there has to be someone who is... (laughs) In order for it to be criminal, there has to be somebody who is physically injured. So emotional trauma... It, it 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 doesn't register, and uh, you know, if a mother wasn't able to buy her son the new Jordans that he needs to be cool on the first day of school, that that doesn't qualify. <laughs> well, if the That's mother wants to buy her son anything, really, what has to happen is we need to come. We need to get some information relative to law and go after the very people who are keeping you from your estate, and it is not your son. It is your, the foreign European alien. That's right. who is keeping you from your estate. It, whatever but again, you it goes back to, again, it goes back to even convincing this woman that she has an estate. She's like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm the descendant of slaves. Like, well, what's an estate? You're talking about you know, that stuff that they have in a big house. What's in the state? Like, the, the place where up. Kim Kardashian lives? Like, what's what's in the state? Oh, what are you talking oh, about? Like, now. huh? If you're, watching, if you're watching a Kim Kardashian, <laughs> you are looking huh? at your estate being handled by foreign European aliens. Because they are not, they, hey, those are Europeans. They came over here with nothing. They got nothing. And they're over here living life on your, uh, our estate. And the only reason that they can get away with that is because we don't know law. We don't, we want to, we want to, look, we want to sit here talking about we're black. Black is a color. We want to talk about where African American. Africa and America is two different continents. You know, we want to talk about we're colored. No, we're not colored. That's what you do in a book, a coloring book. If we were, if we really get serious and and, and really do a little bit of studying, what what you're going to find is everything, almost everything outside of pure math. Almost everything that was supposedly taught to us is a lie. It's all misinformation. And why is it information? Look at this. If I'm stealing from you and living high on the hog, at what point am I going to send you to school so that you can know so that you can get all of that finance back and put me in the poorhouse. At what point am I going to do that? <laughs> I, I mean, look, people watch Kim Kardashian and all of her, all of her crazy ass European family every week. I guess, like, I don't know if it's a weekly show or whatever. But what they're telling you is, hey. I'm stealing from you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm stealing your stuff. I'm living the good life, and I'm never going to tell you how you can get it back. Ha, ha, ha. 
I got Kanye West. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, please. <laughs> don't even get into that. We got a lot of sons out there. We got a lot of sisters out there that need some 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 information so that they can make some better decisions because we have constantly been enabling these foreign European aliens. And, you know, like I said before, they've been living the good life at our expense because of lack of information. And it's really time, really, we are at a time and space and place in time where that's got to stop. It's got to stop. And we don't have to do anything. Many of us, you know what the prophet said, and and I and I didn't want to see this, and I didn't want to believe it, but you know what? He's absolutely correct. He said that the amount of people that's going to make this transition, he can count on one hand with fingers left over. That's what he said. Now, that's not a literal translation, but it means that there's going to be a small amount of people that make this transition. Why? Because we are a hard headed bunch of people and we do not know to wake up and start looking around at ourselves when we've been given certain bits and pieces of information. Now is the time for us to start looking around because there's a lot of stuff happening. You cannot mistake yes, it. Is. Yeah, a whole lot. So can you um briefly go back into the writ? Oh yes, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just not um, going from one place to another. Um, the writ of mandamus. It is a command. Um, and you can look that up in the Black Law Fourth Edition. Writ of Mandamus is a command to the higher court to check a lower court. Now, once you declare your nationality, all issues relative to Moors because of the issue of diversity can only be heard in the Supreme Court. And, if, and interestingly enough, if it is alleged that the state is bringing the charges, <laughs> Article 3, Section 2 of the Constitution states that the Supreme Court has original jurisdiction. Okay. Hello? All right. All right. Um, yes, so the um, Supreme Court has original jurisdiction. So that means, thank you. So that means that anything relative to the Moors shouldn't be heard in any municipal tribunal. And let me just say what a municipal tribunal is, because a lot of people don't know this. All of these so-called courts. Um, that uh, uh, okay. If you look at um, traffic courts, family courts, 
child support court. All of these courts were established through a local county. Now, if you check, <laughs> a county is a municipal, is a municipality. They don't even try to hide it from you. They will tell you it is a municipality. The United States right. is a municipality. They have that right in the congressional record, 1871. They established a municipal corporation. Now, if you go <laughs> into Black's Law Dictionary, I mean, let me see. Is it Black's Law? Hold on. Let me just pull out my copy of the writ. Is it Black's Law? It's in the writ. It's either Black's Law or it's a unabridged dictionary. If you look it up, Webster International Dictionary with History Reference 1910, it defines a municipal, what a municipal is. And a municipal is a town subject to Rome or a town possessing the right of Roman citizenship. So Uh. a municipality is a Roman venue. How many people are paying to a Roman venue? Wow. (laughs) How many of our Moors are out there working for a Roman venue? And interestingly enough, all counties, towns, cities, they employ the mercenaries that injure the Aboriginal Indigenous people. Now, is it surprising that they're hiring mercenaries to attack the Moors? They are Romans. Right, they're crusading. Absolutely. I just, Absolutely. I just wrote a blog yesterday where I was explaining to people. Oh. I'm sorry. My computer's slow. So I had those bombs a minute ago, you know, late or not, you know, they're necessary and they're needed to punctuate this particular point that we're making. Oftentimes, you know, when we make statements like this, people think that we're just making broad references to Rome. And I wrote this article and it was speaking about, um, you know, the whole aspect of, Halloween and how people will dress up to mimic demons on this particular Mm day and they will embody that and they'll get excited about it. I was looking at people's pictures on Facebook. It's a family affair, you know, mama, daddy, and a child, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's dressed up like a demon or a zombie and they're going out to do, you know, what it is that they're doing. In this particular article, I was writing about my experiences here in Los Angeles on Skid Row, feeding the homeless, and I was writing about the parables of of Jesus Christ and how I was never really concerned as a child whether it was true or not, where he was born, what day he was born on. I was explaining that I was inspired by the story, in particular, his ability to feed the multitudes with two loaves of bread. 
and and was it some fishes and fish and things of that nature. Mhm. And I found myself in a position where, with two fiat notes, two ten dollar bills, I was able to feed a hundred some people because I was able to acquire two boxes of food and each box had about eighty something to hundred pieces of fruit in it. So I was saying that you know whether we believe the story or not, you know what I'm saying, whether people want to go through the actuality of it, you know, is it factual, did it exist this time or that time, you know, people get caught up into into the semantics, whereas the story in itself was speaking about his life and times was an example of how to be in Rome and do opposite of what the Romans do. Mm-hmm. That's that's the template that he left. So I'm just asking a lot of people out here that adhere to his principles to call themselves Christians. Like, at what point in time are you going to put on his sandals and, you know, dress up and, and, and act like him, like you act like a demon? But you're a Christian. Right. But hey, so, and then I was trying to explain the fact that Rome is, is, is very slick. So mm-hmm. Rome will set up a system and you do everything, whether you know it or not, to get in Rome. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about those that have pretty much, you know, bought into the dream and they want to ball out. What's the first thing you do? You sell drugs. You hit the block, sell drugs. You're saying you're doing it because you and your mommy live in a one-bedroom apartment. But the first thing that you do when you get that bread is you go and buy you some more money. And if you was motivated and moved by Scarface, okay, who's a Roman because he's an Italian actor, okay, was directed by an Italian actor named Brian De Palma, was acted by Al Pacino. Or if you want to be the godfather like Robert De Niro, you know what I'm saying? You want to get that bread because you want to get you some Imani. You want to get you some Gucci. You want to get you some Prada. You want to get a Lamborghini. You want to get a, uh, a Porsche. You want to get a Ferrari. All of those things represent Rome. Because yeah. there's no such thing as those are Italian uh, clothes companies or Italian car companies. No, that's all in Rome. That's all part mm-hmm. of Rome. So what you do to get in Rome is unprecedented. You are knocking the mm-hmm. walls down to get in Rome. And do as Romans do. Yeah. So the traps that they've set are beautiful in terms of their effectiveness. Mm-hmm. And they've been running the same system since the time of Christ. Whether he was alive or not, we're talking about, okay, 2,000 years ago, we know that the Romans were in control of these particular provinces. Okay? And the same thing that they were doing then, taxing people for plutocracy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Exaggerated taxes or what have you, raping the people and taking that money for plutocracy and sitting back and dividing it amongst the crown. The same people are living in the same particular provinces that they call colonies or what have you, and you're, you're pledging allegiance to the crown, whether you know it or not. So That's the correct. IRS, Inquisition Revenue Service, when Todd says it, people think that he's making it up, like it's fanciful words or something. No. You're paying your taxes and your pittance to Rome. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And they're crusading against you. 
Yep, absolutely. The very people. So you you empower the machine. Yes, you you you're paying into the machine that is put into place to destroy you. How are you gonna fight that? Yep. Well, you know what? I can tell you this. It's either it's either we take a stand and our stand has to be for our family or we're just gonna get wiped out. That's that's the only thing that's that's those are your only two options because Mother Nature she is moving across the land and she's clearing out everything. <laughs> so Right now is the time for each and every one of us to take the initiative while we got a little bit of time. I started talking about this in 2009, and I was telling people things like, start changing your diet right now because now while you can learn to do without food for a length of time, you know, and, you know is the time you need to start because you do it for three days, and then you can't take it. you still got food. You can go back to eating, you know, and then you can try it again for longer. Well, now we got even less time. You know, we got, less, you got time even less time. We got even less time uh, for, you know, making change with our diet. We, you know, the prophet said we are going to be forced to make change, and we are literally being forced to make change. Because the things that we're eating today, that is not the food of the Aboriginal Indigenous people. No. That is the European foreign diet. I don't care how much they want to talk about this as an American diet or a standard American diet. No, it's not a standard American diet. It's a standard killer European diet. You, uh, oh. These these. these these so-called fashions that we are, are, are addicted to, we need to let that go because that is a standard European, a modern European at that, as a standard modern European mode of dressing. That was never the way we dressed. We never dressed in that fashion. We could take lengths of cloth and do all manner of things with it and we were beautifully garbed, and we didn't have our butt out, and we didn't have our breast out. Never that. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> they they, they front like that's African. They front like that's African. <laughs> they're looking at National Geographic, and they're like, look, the sisters got their boobies out. And I'm like, hold on. No. That ain't that. And they're like, well, the Moses was wearing silk. Look, Hotna, like, we wasn't wearing medium silk. You know what I'm saying? We, we, there was a way the silk was flaring, you know? It was flaring. There was room provided. You know what I'm saying? We understood the importance of, you know, testicular breathing. We didn't have super tight pants, so we just didn't have that in any part of our historical record. You can't attribute no, that to morals. No, you can't. And, and see, a lot of people don't realize that the, the, a lot, if I ask people this question, what is the largest organ of the body? And most people don't know. They don't know it's the skin. Yeah. Exactly. It is the skin. 
And the reason it is the skin is because we didn't, we, look, we had, we were not people who even consumed what they call consuming food. We were what they called breatharians because we were fed through the rays of the sun and everything went through our skin, our pores. We absorbed our nutrients through our skin and any waste was excreted through our skin and with minimum through our breath. Nothing was ever coming out of our anus. That's just not even normal. What we have going on today is not, a lot of people mistake it as evolution. No, that's not evolution. That's adaptation. Many of us died adapting to um, uh, uh, eating foods that was not even normal for our body. Thousands of us died because, you know, it's like if you think of a newborn baby here, if you was to give that baby certain foods, they would instantly die. That's what happened to thousands of us. And there's a whole story behind that that I'll give on another show, you know, but um, going going back to the whole child support fraud, we have got to wake up. We've got to put our egos on the back burner. We've got to put all of this, I want to be the macho man or I want to be the queen bee or whatever you want to call it. we got to put all of that aside because exactly what we are putting out towards that that male or that female, that is what our children are going to be uh, embracing as they get older. That's not a good lesson. We've got to wake right. up. We've got to start making changes. we got to put, like I said, the egos aside and really look at information. we got to stop participating in selling our people out because trust and belief, every day that they hold any of our people, it's no surprise that the majority of people who are being held in prison are Asiatic because we're the heirs. They're not going to put any broke poor people in jail. That's why nine times out of ten, if a European does something, they're not going to go to jail. That's not prejudice. That's not racism. They're broke. They don't have no estate. They have no money. That's why we are the ones that are being held in prison. Why? Because they get a minimum of $10,000 per day just to warehouse you. When they move you, they get as much as $10,000 per transportation. (laughs) And interestingly enough, none of that goes to the child that they're supposed to be holding these sons for. Okay, I got a question. I got a question that was posed in the chat room from Morris Science Radio. Um, they are asking: Is there any precedent that says Moore's cases can only be heard in the Supreme Court? Is there a case that <laughs> can be looked up? Two, uh, Article Three, Section Two. It's right there. Issues of diversity between. Uh, um, the state or and a uh, foreign people. It's right there, Article Three, Section Two. Okay. 
That's all you got to do is enforce it. And if there is, and if anybody, because most of the time, uh, what we have to recognize is um, this is all about generating revenue. All right? That's why they have that CFR 72.11 that says all crime is commerce. All crime is commerce is a setup. Why? Because if I come to your house and I take the radio, they call it burglary because now they can attach a, a, a finance to it. They can attach a fee. And right. They, the corporation is going to get paid. They're going to get some credit. You're not going to get anything because you're getting paid, all right? So they're going to call that theft, but it's not theft. This is not an issue of guilt or innocence. It's an issue of who has the superior Area. All it is. Who has the superior claim. Now, if it's you and I, and I came to your house, and I said, no, it's mine, and you say, no, it's yours, now we got to go into court. You present your receipt, I present whatever. You have the superior claim, the stuff go to you, end of discussion. This ain't about going and spending no time in no warehouse. But now, if it's between me and a European Say, I <laughs> I am an Asiatic. This is my land. This is my estate. I see a house that's abandoned, and I go and claim it. European real estate agent comes along and says, he broke into the house. I'm charging him with burglary and trespassing. The way to muddy up the water is to arrest me for burglary and trespassing. But the issue is who has the superior claim? Well, gee, since my ancestors have been here from the beginning of time and you came, your ancestors came over on the the, the, the good ship Jesus or whatever they want to call it, the Mayflower or whatever, participated in, the, you the know. The Nina, the Pinta. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys came over here. So you can't have, you can't ever to nothing on this continent, if I go into a European's house and take something that was built with the resources of my land, I still have the superior claim. Now, I'm not aggravating. I'm not, ag- you know, I'm not saying to go out and do that. I'm just saying we as Moors, we always have the superior claim. That's why they got to muddy up the waters and talk about, oh, it's burglary or it's trespassing, because if they really come to the table with the truth of the matter, which is who has the superior claim, they're going to lose hands down. This is not about warehousing anybody. The only time somebody would need to be warehoused is if they physically injure somebody, stab, you know, cut, shoot, kill. You know, and that's still not their issue to resolve because they're criminals. Really, if there's a war, injuring a war, that's what we're supposed to be. We are the ones that are supposed to be handling that. If you look back not too far, if anything went down in our community, 
We never called the foreign mercenaries. They called the police. I don't care if one of our own turned traitors and went and worked for them. We never called them. We handled it ourselves. But look at this. Look at this. If I go to my house and I discover that it's been broken into, why do I have to call some foreign person who has nothing to do with my house for them to fill out a report of what happened? It's my house. I am the only one who should be writing up a draft of what happened. (laughs) How can a stranger, complete stranger, who's never been to my house, come in Mm -hmm. and have more weight in what happened in my house than me? Right. I'm the only one withstanding. Standing means I have personal information relative to the issue. I'm the only one who has standing. The police, mercenary people, they have no standing. This is not their house. Nothing in it is theirs. They know nothing about the layout. They know nothing about what's in it. They know nothing about how the things in it were purchased moved around what they know nothing. So how can their report have more standing than mine? But we fall for stuff like that because we have misinformation. And guess what? Because we call them, they get to keep a job. Meanwhile, you're out of a job. They feed off of us because we're stupid. We don't want to know who we are. We don't want to keep things in our community. When I say community, I mean within our family. Right. And then we have some people in our family who turn traitor and go work for these agencies and corporations that do nothing but injure us. That is a travesty. We've got to wake up because I'm telling you, if we don't wake up, Mother Nature is coming for you. She don't play. I'm a mother. I'm going to give you some wiggle room. She ain't going to give you no wiggle room. She's going to wash you up. She's going to wash you up. So, I mean, I do whatever I can. I, I mean, when, I, when the issue, the next issue that we will be talking about is how they're snatching up the babies from the mothers. This is all about force to make change. If you do not proclaim your nationality, if you do not take a stand for your nation, if you do not support your people, if you do not worship under your own vine and fig tree, you will get eliminated. All manner of things are going to happen to you. That ain't Anna Eve speaking. That's what was been that's what has been prophesied. We must wake up. Because if we don't, never in the history has more babies, young as two months, been 
stolen from mothers by these so-called DCF agencies. That, I mean, I've never seen this happen more so yes, today than ever me. before. Why is this happening? Because the mothers are being forced to make change. You have got to wake up. It's not enough that the babies have been dying in the street. Now they're yanking them out of your arms just as soon as they're born. We've got to I mean, to let's, not, yes, let's not talk about how they're yanking them out the womb. Let's not talk about how they're cutting, you know what I'm saying, the wombs and yanking them out and all of these other procedural, uh, you know, oh, all of the procedural craziness is taking place. Let's not talk about how they're pressing these systems for their signature, you know, before they even get to see their children. What, and this is why you know we saying? must, first of all, let's, let's, let's look at this. Um, a lot of women, they're going into these institutions to, to deliver their babies. You don't even know the dynamics of what that institution is doing, which is why, okay, if you're going to go that route, you must know law. Your writs must precede you. It's not enough for the son to know law. Mothers, you have got to know law. Because when it gets down to who they're going to ask the question, they're going to totally ignore that son because that's what he is, and they're going to ask you, what do you want to do? It's a setup. They're going to ask you with a nice smile, what do you want to do? And they're going to scare you because you don't know law. You cannot sit back and allow your son to be the only one who knows law. You must know law, too, because they are coming for you. It's always been about mother. You can, and and okay. there's, no reason, there's no reason you have to go into these institutions to have your children. Number one, it's not even That's normal. That's what I was about to say. Let's, let's talk about bed. remedy. It's not let's even talk about some to solutions because... They're going to be sisters and his and still be at a loss in terms of where do I go to find out this law? How do I get birth without going to the hospital? Don't I need a prenatal checkup? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Look, um, (laughs) first of all. No, I'm just, you know, I'm voicing some of the things that I hear just so we can get it all out. We have to look at this. How, most most women, when they go for their prenatal GYN checkup, they're going to a guy who doesn't have a womb, never had a baby. Why are you even talking to him? That's just not even normal. I'm not just. I'm not saying that. You know, like if 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 I if I want to have anything, like if I want to if I want to be a successful musician. For example, you know, let's keep it neutral. I'm not going to go to somebody who's a failure and, and, you know, scared to go on stage. You know, that's not who I'm going to. That's not who I'm going to go talk to. So if if I have a, a, a an issue with having a child or or even having what they call, you know, these checkups, these regular checkups, that's for the birds too. Because what you're doing is you are setting up, you are bringing into existence or you are manifesting a problem. It's a, it's a, look, these Europeans, they know our science. 
They use it against us. The problem is we don't know our science. I go every year to get checked up, make sure I don't have a problem. I am manifesting something to happen. And trust me, if something shows up on their radar, you're already in trouble. But they don't, they're not going to tell you that. Then they're not going to tell you that the simple, most easiest and expeditious way to remedy whatever your medical challenge is is simply to change your diet. But they make the food so addictive that you can be at death's door and you will still ask for a Big Mac. <laughs> We are constantly being set up, and we act like these people are our friends. They are not your friend. You live in the project where they used to live, and they live in your estate house where you used to live. And they are going to do everything to keep it that way. So, no. They're not going to educate you on how to be free, and they're not going to educate your children either. If you go into any of these so-called institutions they're calling school today, it's total chaos going on in there. There's no learning. There's no education. That's never their intent. If you look at the if you look at the history of the schools, the schools were set up to to create a, a place for the children to go so that the parents can work and where those children were housed, they taught them the, 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 the basic elementary dynamics that would allow them to be the next group of people to work in the factory. It was never oh, yes. It was never and about anybody is, any Anyone who's out here, in California, Los Angeles in particular, specifically Compton, you know what I'm talking about. I had an opportunity, I had a client that was a teacher, so she invited me to come to her school, you know, to, to meet the children and everything. She'd been telling them about the red and the blue pill and all the legs and everything. So I went down to the schools, and the schools are set up like how they have um, penitentiaries set up you know, upstate, mm-hmm. you know, dorms and everything. And I was like, I was like, I feel uncomfortable here. Like, what's going on with, 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 with these schools? And she was like, oh, she's like, you don't know? I was like, I don't know what. Like, what the hell is this? She's like, oh, you know, they set the schools up out here exactly how they have factories set up. It's identical. She was like, they're just raising these children to go directly into the factory. So she said, these schools haven't been altered since the 60s. They go into the same schools. You know, the European children, they get in satellite schools and charter schools built out here with prefab construction. But our melanated babies in the quote-unquote all-black schools to go to school out here, mm-hmm. they, 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 they're sending them to schools literally like, like no joke, family. They are going to school in warehouses. They look like yep. warehouses. They're, they're, they're trailers. Like even the community colleges out here look like how um, dorms and penitentiaries look. You know what I'm saying? They warehouse the people in these places. You feel me? 
and they kick them up straight out of school directly into what was the factory, but the factory jobs didn't even have no more. You know what I'm saying? So they're just McDonald's and, and, you know what I'm saying, Ross and and stuff like that. You know, this is what, this is what the, the, the children, our children have to look forward to, you know, but again, I don't want this to be a, a, a program where we just throw issues at people, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you are part of a powerful institution, and I, I really do wish that um, Sister Ross Mariah Bay, if she is on the line again, please press number one because I want to bring her into this conversation. What I wanted to ask and propose to you is, you know, at some point, is there any plans on turning what's being taught Wednesday night into curriculum. It not already for is. The, not for the adults, but for the sons, for the daughters, for the people that are actually going to these schools, for the people that actually will be carrying the torch in the future, you know, for the people that are of birthing age at this particular, because, you know, in New York, it's like 15 and up. You know what I'm saying? they having the babies. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So how can we get this information to the systems that are having these babies now? Because the first thing they're going to do, especially if they're in a situation where they feel they haven't, they're, they've conceived under duress and they're like, oh, my God, I, I wasn't supposed to be having sex to begin with. I'm pregnant now. They're going to go to the, to, the, to, the, to the hospital because they already feel like they're out of place because they've done something that's out of the bounds of the societal structure of saying, you're not supposed to be doing this in this particular manner. You know what I mean? And the last thing you should be doing is trying to do things on your own because you don't know no, you know, you got to see average. You don't know shit. So right. you, you better trust that man in that white coat. You know, how can we cut that process off, you know, and steer them in a direction where we're empowering them? How can we empower the people with this information where we can start seeing them becoming agents of change? Okay, what for any sister that might be already pregnant and um what I would say um you know brother Fonteus uh did uh um when his daughter came into this dimension before she came in, he drafted up writs letting them know his national status, and he sent those writs to the hospital, and everywhere. So when they arrived to have the baby, they were treated accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, and there were a few instances where they, you know, did some mild testing. But because both him and his wife were absolutely strong, they were a strong partner and they were strong on law, they got through no problem. As a matter of fact, recently there was another son who also wrote in and said that him and his mate did the same thing as well, and they had absolutely no problem. What, what, I mean, it. you know, I hate to tell people to do things without enough information. So what I will say is if, there's no law, there's absolutely no law 
that says that you have to fill out this so-called birth certificate paperwork or apply for Social Security. In fact, um, what they're really doing is extorting and compelling the people to do this. For example, for example, if you, she is on, um, Roz is on. Roz might want to press one. Maybe she can't. She's 609, I think 404. See her, I see her. Yes, indeed. But no further ado, please <laughs> make way and welcome the goddesses coming through from the 
and have any sanctions against you if it's not an injured party. Simple. But it ha- it's happening due to lack of knowledge. And mm-hmm. another thing um, one of your chat room people said is there precedent. Now I, I really thought about that. I said, what a question. Is there precedent regarding, you know, that all matters uh, are, uh, uh, would go to the state? Well, it's right there in the Constitution. I mean, right there in the law of the land, the American Constitution, which is the law of the land. And it says it right there, as she said, in Article 3, all issues regarding the state, the uh, Supreme Court has um, original jurisdiction. And exactly. I mean, it's right there. So there's, there's that. And also uh, what I thought about when they said precedence, I had someone write to me. I mean, they wrote me this email talking about all these lawyers are going to jail and, you know, where's the precedent, you know, law precedent. And I wrote back and said, what do you mean where's the law precedent? It already exists. One's going to have to create precedent law in order to substantiate their position. The only thing they have to do is declare, which means to be clear, about their status in the community, their nationality, as opposed to being a state member slash citizen or corporate, corporate person, period, or chattel property. That is it. So there's no precedent law. But there is precedent law because it is the law. It's already there to fight these case law, res judicata, for instance, that, you know, you have the right to travel without license, registration, tax, blah, blah, blah. So what we should be talking about is how to effectuate that and how to enforce that, not, oh, can we get some precedent law that lawyers can do that? I mean, so all of that is because of the lack of knowledge. Now, as far as schools, I'll tell you, a seed is always the first thing that gets planted for things to grow. And I already know, and I like the way that you were saying about the young children, because they're nothing but the ancestors we have. And when they hear this information, you know, it resonates in them. And that's why, I, that's why the process that this is for the young and yet unborn. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be young or unborn, but it's because it could be a consciousness being, you know, born again in the consciousness. But when... When on the North Heritage and History School page of the RV Bay publications, I wrote a little little poem right there by the mission statement. And it says, though there is no door, no lock, no key, the foundation has been laid, thought by thought. Now it's beckoning brick by brick, soon to come as the clock makes tick. This we give for the generation that come. Take these keys and protect, protect Mother's Nation. Help will come from the solar station. Now, that is dedicated to the, to the generations to come, and it's also dedicated to the fact that we need... Hold on. You know, you know I can't let you get away with that, right? I got to give you yours. <laughs> <laughs> let me do my job. Okay. okay. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But so what mm-hmm. that means is not only now at this time I think the online school thing we need to probably look into that because we were just talking about just talking about how we need to just pull out every specific every basic thing uh, and 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 do a curriculum 
that teaches that we were just talking about, but yeah. also, but also that we take these buildings that are our buildings anyway, and we create physical brick and mortar buildings because the mothers don't have to send their children to these public schools, and I think they already know that now. Then they're like, well, where can we send them? So we need yes. to look at that. That's that's what the dedication is about. That's what it's really all about is that we have our own institutions of learning because particularly in Philadelphia, you'll notice that there is what appears to be now a church on every corner, but these are not just churches. These are buildings that were that were built back by wars, long, even before the Europeans, when they came here in the dissolution of war, they didn't have any finances to, finance to build nothing. Those buildings were already there. And they represented um, uh, institutions of various different uh, modes of learning, you know, different institutions for different learning. That's why you see so many of them. They were then converted to churches, and but that's what they originally were. So we need to have our the answer to your question, I guess, since we brought it into existence in our thoughts just today, uh, we're going to get together mm-hmm. with that. And, hey, I guess that's what the ancestors are, are pulling in for us, right, Anna E? Didn't we talk about yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because we're trying um, to cover older people, or not older people. It's, we have to get a curriculum for the youth. That's it. It's done. I mean, it's, it has to happen because they're open. Yes, they want to learn. They want to know, you know. But I also know that they want it, you know, in the terms of which they've already been indoctrinated to learn. You know, crack a book open, take a test. The same things that you have in, in, in used in class, you know, mm-hmm. with the adults. Mm-hmm. I think that it's time to employ that with the children and even having an online component where children can come in after school, you know, even if they have to go to these institutions and take these classes to they get to a point where they don't have to go to these um particular situations at all. They just have to take the test, you know, at one point or another uh-huh. if they even wanna interface or participate with the program like that. But uh-huh. um well, you, you, you 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 sisters can do it because as I travel this country there are a lot of people, like I said, that have received a, a great deal of remedy from RB Bay Publications. It's like people are looking at it like the Underground Railroad in terms of where to get that go-to information in real time when people need remedy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me say this to the callers, family. We have about eight minutes remaining on the live call. You can call in and join us on our voyage past the 11th. PM mark three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five is the number that you need to call. I will repeat that three four seven six three seven two one three five three four seven six three seven two one three five. Please continue. You know what? Um, I think what it's going to have to be to start with because the law of the land is what everyone needs to know because it is the it's the commonality of us all. A lot of our people are split, divided, et cetera. Some of them want to start a new government. Uh, for what? It already exists. Some of them want to start a new nation, which really is, 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 is disturbing because you can't start a new nation. It comes from mother. It's already existing. Um, 
you know, and then they take, they'll take even ancient names and say, let's start something new. Well, if it's ancient, it's already done. I think that the commonality, I know that the commonality is the law of the land that was already uh, laid down by our ancestors to protect us, really, from being molested. So I think, um, Anna Eve, we were talking earlier about how you would, we would do something on how to study and use the Constitution, yes. no matter who you think you are or what you think you are or what group or association you think you're going to create on whatever corner of the, of the earth, the law of the land is still the law of the land. So I think that might be a good idea. Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm actually going to be working on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll bring us all together. Yeah. No matter, no matter where you are, yeah. that's the law. Yeah. Another suggestion um, is scenarios work for people with dramatizations. If you can do uh-huh. scenarios of the mock, mock courts, you know, that's something that you can film and upload. Proper procedure. People need to physically see these things because children are visual. Uh-huh. You know? Well, I'm going to tell you well, You know what? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, go ahead, Amy, I, I wanted to make a comment on that, but go ahead. Um, well, you know, you know, it's interesting you say that because I was talking with someone, I think, last week, because, you know, we, I was getting asked, you know, okay, if you're, if they say this, what would you say? If this happens, what would you say? You know, and it was this type of question over and over and over again, and, um, one of the things that I realized and learned myself is when you comprehend the spirit of the Constitution, any question that's brought to you, you have an answer for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and Roz and I, we were talking about this, and I was like, you know, I really, I really need to find a way to get people to comprehend the spirit of the Constitution because once you comprehend that, Uh there is Uh no question that is asked of you, you will not be able to answer. But you must get the spirit of the Constitution in your heart. Right. Spiritual. It's It's actually divine law. Uh, which can't really be written, but it's written in the spirit of that. And and, and I just want to add this to that. That's interesting. That is that is exactly correct, right? And exact. I want to add because Adam Eden and I talked about this just today, and we didn't know we would be mm-hmm. now. But you know, Brian Law got this all events. Um, we were we were talking about. Well, look, I don't understand why the people don't get this. You know, when I when I was in court, I had to do this and do that. And I said, you know, Annie, you're right. And everything that You've done, I've done, and anyone else has done. It's still right and exact, but what the, what the situation is now, as everything is being turned up, as an example, uh, you know, you get a ticket, and they used to be three weeks before you they would have you in a court date. Now they try to get you in the court as quicker than quick. So what that means is they're trying to not get you the time to prepare whatever it is you want to prepare. Because, see, ultimately, we really just need to remove it from their court, but that's another lesson. But what happens is is that, so let's say the persons who are, people who are coming in now who have been passive in the past and who are now 
becoming conscious and want to do this thing, you know, because they, they're being injured and they realize it, and now they want to come in. So let's say you've got seven days now because they got you with a ticket, and in seven days you got to repair, they got you with a court deed. So if it's going to take you two of those seven days to go find out what to do, you're already behind. So that ties into, again, what you're saying about the elementary functions or what it is that needs to be done because a lot of people really don't know. Now they want to find out, and, and, and that's fine, but now the Europeans, they're turning it up, and, and if you don't get into the court or get something into that court that removes it or requests their delegation of authority and then removes it, in those, let's say, seven days, and I'm just using it as an example, then they'll send out those mercenaries on you, you see? So so it's like catch-up time, and really, the dirty work study is absolutely necessary, absolutely, right now. Yeah, you said the dirty word. <laughs> the dirty word. Yeah, yeah, we call because we get a lot of feedback from people, and they're like, you know, they they like, you know, it's interesting because they say, you know, it's just and each you always talking about study, 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 but nobody don't tell us what to study or how to study, and I'm like, why is it that our people always put extra stuff on us when you go to these schools and these so-called universities? They don't tell you what to study or how to study. They just throw crap at you. And if you make it, good for you. But people seem to make it. They they do what they got to do. And I'm not saying we're throwing the people to the wolves, but it's like, you know, this is why we're going to do that How to Study 2 book because, you know, Maybe maybe there is some additional information that is needed, and and, I, and you know, like I, I try to tell people, you know, what works for me, which is to read. You don't just read the book one time; you read it over and over and over again. Put it down, then the rest of the study happens where you're turning it over and thinking about it in your head, you know. And if you're crazy like me, you read the whole book onto a CD or a cassette. And you listen to it over and over again when you go to sleep, when you wake up, when you're traveling in the car, you know. Yep. By the time, you know, you listen to that thing for a whole month, you can wake up and, you know, with your eyes still asleep. They can wake you up out of sleep and you'll be repeating Hello, it right. and, ask, and ask a question and you'll be able to answer. Yeah. You know, I, do have, I do have to add another thing and people really need to know this. One of the other problems, it, with with our people who really are suffering from lack of knowledge in the first place, um, and and I think this is why and he, this, this book on uh, how to study and and including uh, the directives with the Constitution and law of land would be absolutely a wonderful idea, is because it's common to all. Because you get a lot of other people who start telling you to do things different, you know. No, you don't need to do that. You need to do it this way or whatever. There are protocols of liberty oh, yes. that do not change. They don't change. But now the unlearned person, we're telling them, look, do this. And then they'll go to someone else who's redirecting them to do something else, you know, and they don't know what to do. A lot of that, so, yeah. A lot of that. And we don't know whether that is because they're trying to injure their own people or what. You know, we don't, we're not sure. That's why this Constitution just you know, really cuts all that. Because if all of us yeah. are constitutionally uh, uh, secured 
and, and knows that. It really doesn't matter about your other differences that you may be in your uniqueness. That is the law common of the land. Yep. There it is. That's why that's all we deal with. We don't deal with, you know, you're in the club, you're in a member, you got to pay, you know, member dues in order to get this. We just give it because it belongs to the people. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And we're going to keep doing that no matter what. Yeah. Because it's effective. Absolutely. Is it not not effective when it's done, when your writs are done from a constitutional perspective? It is absolutely effective. And the reason why it is effective is, um, (laughs) you know, a lot of people, they like to talk about UCCs and commercial law, but foreign European aliens really kind of sort of started figuring out UCCs in 1924. That's when, um, that's the earliest book that I, one of the earliest books that I found where Europeans literally wrote down what they thought UCCs. And UCCs, for anybody who doesn't know, it is simply ancient Moorish merchant law. They call themselves codifying it. It doesn't make it theirs. It's still ours. But here's the thing. They started tampering with it or fooling with it, let me put it that way, in 1924 trying to imply that they own it because they put numbers on it. All right. Well, let's just put that there for a minute. Did anybody take an oath to the UCCs? Hello. (laughs) All right. This went down in 1924. Well, guess what? The Constitution is a pre-existing contract that went down in 1791, trumped the commercial law, the, the Uniform Commercial Code. And, and, and a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, they're doing everything based on commerce. All right, well, you can nip the commerce in the bud if you choke it with the Constitution. Oh, and guess Ugh. what? Prior to the 1791 
And when you when you think about it, it is the supreme law of this globe because under the water is the land also. Mm. So now why is it the supreme law of the Speak land? Because the Constitution is based on divine law. It was yes. It is divine law because inherently it is inscribed on the hearts of all Asiatic melanated people. It is not it, it is not inscribed on Europeans, which is why we, our ancestors, wrote it down and gave it to them to follow. And that is why we are not signatories on it because it is signed in our heart. And all Aboriginal indigenous people follow divine law. I'm glad you brought that up about the signatory because we get emails. Well, no, the Moors has nothing to do with it. If they had something to do with it, why aren't, why isn't they, why aren't they signed on that? Because it wasn't <laughs> written for us. It was written for them. For them. And us to enforce in honor of ourselves, really, and our ancestors. So those are the kind of silly questions we get, and people take those questions, those things, they, you know, and try to run with them somewhere else. I don't know. If you're looking for a signature to the Constitution, <laughs> here's, here's one. If you're looking for a signature for the Constitution, check your heart. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> and also the, the treaty would be mandate for the Constitution, as you said. Without the treaty, there would be no Constitution. Right. Absolutely. Makes sense, and don't they it? Start that up. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, let's do this because the clock is ticking. I <laughs> want to go to the phone line. Um. Well, let's do this because four <laughs> minutes to eleven, eleven. I don't want to let tonight's show commence without us doing some sort of meditation because, like we said, the gates are open. Our ancestors are amongst us. I do want the family to take a moment to think about not only what's being said but what you're saying as well because, you know, this is the whole concept we're talking about, honoring your mothers and your fathers. All of it is part and parcel to that. And I constantly am trying to remind people, like, if You've been here on this landmass, your ancestors are seven generations in. Their bones are in this land. It's time for you to acknowledge this particular land, okay? It's time for you to tap in to this particular landmass and understand the laws that govern this particular land because you're going to be here, all right? Mm-hmm. Unless you got plans, you got a plane ticket, you know, to take you back to whatever continent you feel is your, your point of origin, and you got your thing set up. You're here, your your nana's here, your grandmammy was here, you know, your your nieces and your nephews is here, your best friends is here, your your, your girls is here, everybody's here. This is where you do business at. This is the land that provides the the food that you eat, your nourishment, whether it was grown in a laboratory in New Jersey or not, it was still grown here. Mm -hmm. So I do want the family to... um, you know, take what it is that you're saying and, and, and meditate on it. Check your hearts, you know what I'm saying, and see said, if what you're hearing. 
excuse me, I just wanted uh-huh. to say they're they're just on the north west. They need to know that. They're not mm-hmm. like not in Africa and somewhere else. This is still part of Africa. Is that Africa? I I I know. I mean, you know, we have to battle so many programs. <laughs> and Tell me about they're, it. <laughs> they're, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Just to get them to acknowledge the land underneath their feet, whatever they want to identify or call it, mm-hmm. you know, the principles that ensue are such, if your ass is here, this where you at. <laughs> it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. Rakim said it best. So we can name it afterwards. The fact is, it's dirt. Mother Nature, you know what I'm saying? Mama, right underneath your feet, resonating, sending up vibrations and magnetism from Earth's core. You know, let's acknowledge that. Yeah, right. First and foremost, we can name it afterwards. It's Mama's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let me go into this meditation real quick. We'll be back, and then we'll go to the phone lines. And Because um, right. many hands are up, and we'll bring in the family to ask their questions. All right. Okay? Indeed, family. So, family, if you know the procedure, let's prepare ourselves, find yourself in a, a dark place, um, feet flat to the floor, hands, palms facing upwards at the edge of your knee, tip of the tongue, tip of the index fingers touching, thumbs t- touching, tip of the tongue touching the edge and the roof of the mouth. Pulling the air from the abdominals and meditate. Oh, oh, oh. 
my meditation, I want you, Sister Anna E., to please direct the family to where they can get or um, participate in the information pertaining to the writ that you have put together. Okay. Uh, all right. The um, uh, writ that was put together, if you send me, you can do it two ways. It's going to be posted up on going to be posted on RV Bay Publications. It's also going to be posted on Moorish News at WordPress.com. <laughs> and uh, if, if you can get it that way, or if you send me your email, send it to mhhs, eyes wide open, at gmail. I can um, add you to our blitz list, and you can get that um, writ as well okay. as any future writs. Let's repeat the email one more time. M as in Mary, H, H as in Harry, S as Two in Sam. Yep. M, H, H, S as in Sam, eyes wide open at gmail.com. Shoot me your email. I'll add you to the email blitz database, and you will get a copy of that writ and any subsequent writs that we send out and need people to blitz on. Our The purpose of the blitz is not to just assist any one person. It is to eliminate the process, the fraud. So... Um, if we get more people to email facts and for those people who want to send hard copies through the mail, that's great. But the emailing and the faxing as a collective body, that's what brings change. Right. So it's a numbers game once again. Excuse me? I said it's a numbers game. It's it's, it's this remedy for the people. You need the people to participate. Absolutely. Actually, you know, what it shows is that we are 
um, not only we are uniting, but we are organizing. This is what it shows. And for a very long time, we have been uh, divided. We have major issues. We got mothers, babies, and sons just being snatched, kidnapped, killed, uh, you know, and we gotta, we really, we gotta put all of our differences on the back burner, and we've got to unite and come together for a common good, and that is our own self-preservation. That's the, that's. The, I mean, there's nothing else to say after that. Right. So, with that said, I want to take this opportunity to go to the phone lines. Like I said, I see the people. Are in attendance, hands are up. All like right. this is a hallelujah um, rally. Um, <laughs> let me bring my co-host in. His line dropped earlier. Brother Red, call him from three four seven six five zero. Peace. Peace, family. Peace. Yes, the only the only thing missing now is the Muftis and Brother Dave, and we be in Wednesday night class. Okay. So let me go to the phone lines and at this time. We have a caller calling in from the six oh nine. Okay, no, that's not a number. Call it from the 202-699. Call it from the 202-699. Call her. Peace. Greetings. Greetings. I really didn't have a question. I just wanted to um, let everyone know that I'm very encouraged and inspired by this show. Um, shout out to the speakers. Um, yes, um, I just want to let the speakers know, as well as the peers, that your work is definitely relevant and, you know, it's impacting the masses, those who are tuned in. Um, I was a paralegal. I was a paralegal for 13 years, and I decided to walk away from my nine to five and and deal with my family. I'm a, a mother of um, five children, and to uh, tap into my gifts. And in doing that, you know, it's just opened up so many opportunities and just so many um, visions and, and just so much. Freedom, that, yes. Freedom. You know, that as we vibrationally align ourselves with our purpose, Absolutely. And to tune in. I like what, what you said about Mother Nature. She's coming through. And, um, you know, I'm just, just very inspired. And it's encouraging me right. to do my work, you know. Fantastic. So thank you for this platform. Yes. And thank you for this opportunity. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you for, for demonstrating and being that living example you know, if a person is moved by word and puts word into action, you become a living testament, you know what I'm saying? And you are setting the example not only for others, but especially for your children. 
Mm-hmm. You know? So, bless your heart. <laughs> so, Peace I sent color. over an email, um, and I definitely want to um, show my support. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Peace. Let us go now to a caller from the 973-973-384-973. Caller. What up? What up? Hello? Peace. Yes. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? Um, How's everybody doing? Great. Everyone is good. Okay. Um, I had a question. Um, I had two questions. Um, I wanted to know how would you go about, um, let's say you have like a warrant out for your arrest or whatever, how would you go about remedying that? And is it good to go to the safe surrender or is there another way that you can do it without going through that type of, um, or going through that avenue basically? Um, well, first of all, is the warrant okay? Where is the warrant coming from? It's um parking tickets. Oh, dude, you're talking about a magistrate. That that's not a, that you're talking about a void order. Traffic what, is um, a void. There, there is no there. Okay, so let me ask you this: Where who who's the injured party? Um, there was no injured party. They exactly they had one of them scanners. They had one of them scanners, and then I pulled into the gas station, and then they pulled right behind me and just flipped on the lights while the um the gas the um the gas pump was in the car. All right. Well, all right. Uh, so what happens? You got a. They gave you a a a, they gave a, me like a, a bill bunch of finger. Basically, they—I I don't know what—they basically just gave me a bunch of tickets and told me to come to court. I showed them that I had a license in another state, and they—they they basically took the paperwork and, and basically just like, "Oh, you're guilty." I tried to fight it out. I—I I, I took it to trial or whatever, and they're like, it, "The um, lawyer was non-responsive. The um, prosecutor or whatever he was non-responsive when I asked him questions." All right. Um. One of the biggest challenges that we as people have is we do not know how to create a paper trail. Okay. Uh, you talk, you know, they have this saying, talk is cheap. It really okay. is. Okay. You want to document what is happening to you, and you don't want to just document and, and, and send that out to just the people in that neighborhood, so to speak, who's who's attempting to injure you. You want to send it out nationwide and internationally, because that's how you know you know that's how you get things to change. You got to recognize you're dealing with people who are like roaches. When the, when the lights are out, they're all out having a party. But as soon as the lights come on, they scatter. Your writ is the light. So what you need to do is if you have been violated and you were violated by mercenaries, they have absolutely no standing at law. There's no organic constitution that authorizes the hiring of mercenaries under the guise of police. There's nothing in any organic constitution that authorizes that. So what 
we must do is we need to learn how to draft up a cause of action. Cause of action is simply what happened. It's absent of any law. It describes what happened. You're the injured party. You're, this is about somebody making a claim. So what is the claim that, is, that they are trying to make? That they own the land? That they own the car? That they own you? You've got to challenge that claim. The only way that you can challenge claim is to put in a counterclaim. That's paper. You have, to, okay. you have to challenge with a writ. You cannot show up and talk because that doesn't create a paper trail. Okay, not even um, if it's on the record or they, they don't even be recording. It's in, just traffic like court, in traffic court, there is no record. That's not even a lawful court. Mm, okay, I see. Um, I had another not a question. Court of record. All right, peace. Um, your next question. Oh, okay. Um, the next question. Um, next question was. Um, it's probably a little off topic. Um, I went to um a, a more science temple. I went. I went to one of them, and um, it was weird because the people they 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 were talking or whatever, but it was weird because they was like. They showed me Noble Julali, they showed me his picture, then they showed me a, a chubby guy, and then they showed me some other older man. I don't know what, what it, it was weird, like, when I was in there. I just wanted to know where was I at, or was that official, or I, I just wanted to know. Cause that, that was weird, because didn't, something didn't feel right when I was in there. The vibe was like off. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm not being funny or anything. I'm just. I'm sorry. And they passed me. And they passed um the hat around. They did the um church the church um offering thing like, and they they threw all the money. They they threw the people that were there were 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 part of the organization or whatever. They threw the money in. And then they bring the hat to me, so I, I just, like, throw a dollar or so in. Then, like, while I'm talking to one of them, like, after they had whatever, um, they had the meeting or whatever, the, the, I saw them breaking bread, like. Like, they didn't took their money back. Like, I, I, and I seen them, it looked crazy. I, I was like, wow. Well, I just wanted I, to know where I was at. I'm just, well, or is, that, is that official or that's something, I don't know. Okay. Uh, can I answer that? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, first I just want to preface this with this, uh, brother. Um, the work that Prophet Noble Jalali, his life works in reference and, and as it relates to nationality and birthright principles is right and exact. So do not okay. be turned off by what you experience because um, that's not necessarily in a lot of temples what you're going to see. So I want to preface that with that, and I want to say, I don't know it sound, I don't know what pictures they showed you of what size, but they were probably some grand cheeks of that particular temple from years and years ago with mantles on and stuff, and they were, you know, they were exonerated. You know, just, just like um, Nubu Ali also. 
No, well, no, one of them was. The chubby one was, but the other guy, he had like a, um, I think a blazer or a suit or something like that. He's like an older gentleman. They could have just been members that were grand sheiks or assistant grand sheiks that were in high esteem at some point at that temple at some time. What you want to gauge a temple on is the work that you read from Prophet Nova Jirali. I'm not going to belabor this thing, but they, the temples were infiltrated. Okay. Yeah. See, a lot of people, that's why it's so important. A lot of people don't know that, so they'll go to these temples and they'll they'll be turned off like you are. You're like, where was I? So I I don't know exactly where you were, and I don't know exactly who the people were, but they were probably. You want me to? Is it okay if I say where it was at? Um, the the, the no, township, the city. Yeah, well, yeah. What? what it was what, in Newark, Newark, New Jersey. But there's two. There was there's one by um I think by Orange Street, but there's one like across town by off. It's off um Clinton Avenue. That's that's the one I went to. But the, there's another one up the street. But I was like, I don't know. Like once I experienced that, I was like, I was kind of like, hold up. Right, that's why all I'm going to say is because we don't really need to, I mean, that's, you said it, whatever. It doesn't really matter which, whatever. You just need to gauge uh, that by um, reading the prophet's work and then you can compare that and see and then knowing the history um, of, of infiltration and then once you read um, uh, uh, know about the fact that it was infiltrated and the 3,000 pages from the FBI stuff, you will understand, you will be able to have some compassion to a degree and understand why a lot of them became secretive. And it was just crazy. I mean, after he passed for him, everybody wanted to be in the, in the boss man, and it just got really silly. But go by the prophet's work. Read it yourself. And don't even bother to fight fight the temples, because they're an institution and they are not movement. They are a component of the Morris Divine National Movement, but they are not the movement. And when you read his words, you'll see that he says that the only way is through the Morris Divine National Movement of the world. He did not say the temples, because it's a component, along with the schools that don't exist, and most of them, along with the newspaper that doesn't exist, along with, you know, just taking your place amongst the affairs of man with different, um, you know, uplifting uh, classes and stuff like that and uh, um, uh, um, uh, auxiliaries for women and business league for men and stuff. None of that pretty much exists. So just read his stuff and move on and know this. You are the first temple is your body. You are the temple. Those buildings are a brick. They are not the temple. You are the temple. So don't be turned off by that. Just do what you do. You know, know that you are the temple and that they were infiltrated and you're looking at that. All right? Yeah. Um, where else? I, I want to know where can you where can um I go to get, like, information on, like, the FBI files and other information? Uh, well, uh, they used to, they used to be right on the internet. We have a book on RB Bay Publications that talks about that called "Bringing the People Back to the Constitutional Fold." That gives you some background on that. Uh, but outside of that, I I pulled it right off the internet, but that was like years ago. I don't know whether I don't know retro. Do you know whether it's still on the internet that you can get it or not? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, just still I, I, 
And I read about 2,000, really, of the 3,000 pages until it became very redundant and very clear that there was an infiltration. And then, again, when I was saying about the compassion of the people, that they started not talking to each other because of that infiltration of agents. And so they didn't know who to talk to. And, unfortunately, they stopped talking to each other. And that's what you still got right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Everybody have a good night. All right. Thank you, Brother Peace. Okay, we have Peace, Brother. I have another caller. Okay, hand up. Caller from the 415. Caller from the 415 678. Caller from the 415. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace. How's everybody doing? Uh, I had a quick question for everybody, man. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, man, you know, I'm having a baby soon, and I just wanted to, I heard you mention something about um, the birth certificates before, you know. There's a lot of information going around about it, but you never, I never hear any solutions to the birth certificate, you know. So I was looking for a little bit informa- more information on that, like alternatives to that, you know. Did you say there was like something like a certificate of live birth that was different than a, than what a birth certificate presents? Well, um, any certificate represents a purchase of some kind or exchange of some kind. So you don't want anything mm-hmm. that is a certificate. You want something that is a record of birth. Right, and, um, right. Right, and it doesn't have to be um, at all from the state. I would just say, and I know Annie, you may have a comment, I would say that one thing you might want to do is go on the RV Bay publication site and read um, the Return of the Matriarch page that explains to you about the, I know you said you already heard a lot about it, but you're looking for resolve. One of the things right. um, to do is read that, and secondly, to go on... The uh, one uh, sister standing on the law, and there's a recording from Fontaine Hill, who actually blow by blow on a, uh, I believe it was civil alert, tells you exactly what he did in in terms of having a child and what what notice he gave to the hospital before going. And I think Annie, you may know a little bit more about that, but that recording is there for you to listen to. Right. Okay. And where did you say that was again? What was that? Um, on RV Bay Publications, it's on the um, Sister Standing on Law page. On there, you'll see a recording about going into the hospital and having a baby and what to do. And it was from uh, Fonteus Hill was the person, that was the brother that gave a blow-by-blow on what he did before he got to the hospital, got to the hospital in terms of putting them on notice that he would not be receiving birth certificate. And that's another thing. You're saying, well, what's the alternative? There is no alternative. Just You don't need to have anything. You don't need the birth certificate. I mean, you know, you need the birth records for your own family records. That's, you know, but it's not like if I don't have the birth certificate. The birth certificate is proof of human trafficking because, you know, because of what it is. It is what it is. Whether you get the record or not, you make your own record, really. You definitely don't want that. So, on the Sister Standing on Law piece, that recording of that, that radio blog pop is on there, and he, blow by blow, explains it. Cannot, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think, Sister Annie, you, you, we're going to do a record of first 
a live record right. first. Okay. We, we were looking can, I, at, can I speak very briefly? Go ahead. The, the report that I'm getting back from a lot of, of the family that are going into the hospital, in particular the brothers, are they saying that they're being excluded from that particular process, the doctors are going directly to the mother to get their consent. So if if, if the mother is not firm, right, but if she's not firm in her conviction about about what's taking place in regards to how they're going to go about this, and she's looking to the man for security, so if he's not firm in terms of... But listen, I know he wants to say something, but you said it earlier, and the international law says it. It's mother's baby. It, they don't look to the male. He, they look to the mother. And, he, and most of the time she's drugged up or, or, or exhausted from having a child. So, yes, he can get, if you listen to Fontaine's recording, he'll tell you what was done. He had his wife sign the power of attorney or some sort of agreement that her husband, her mate, would speak for her at her permission. Because if you don't get that, and he explains that, then they're not going to listen to the son. He's not the mother. And if you want to express that again, how important this is, that's why mother has to wake up. That's right. And see, the the challenge that that exists is that too often sons will get information relative to law. What they need to do is you need to bring the sisters along because she really she is the law she's the law the sons are the enforcers of the law that's why she is the ill and he is the bay his job is to make sure the law is obeyed so She's the one that has to know law. She's the one that's got to be able to stand on her square for herself and her family, which includes her son. And if and if she doesn't know law, that's that's the whole that's the whole purpose of why they make sure and miseducate the the everybody. She's, yeah, okay. she's deferring when she's the and she's the one that everything comes out of. It's out of her womb that a nature comes. I mean, a nation comes. You know, so if they can if they can get mother off her square, then everything that comes out of her will be off its square. So she's got to be able to stand on the law because whether she's in or out of consciousness, she's the one that's going to have to put down the law. And if her son is just as knowledgeable about law as she is, then you have uh, a, a union. You have two people who are functioning under one law, one, what you call it, worshiping under their own vine and fig tree. Exactly. Can I add this, too? This is really relative. Uh, and I just realized it. I think I, need, I had told you about this brother that had written to us. And he just had a baby, and he I mentioned that, it. <laughs> yeah, he listened to to Fontaine's what I just suggested this brother to listen to to that recording, and he listened to him and followed that. And again, 
You have to have permission from the mother for the son to speak for the baby because they know that it is about the mother. International law states it too, and the sons have got that. So that's why they ignore you. So what happened, is, what happened with him is in brief is that he went in, everything was fine, and still the day came, time for the paperwork, and the nurse gave us a birth certificate work booklet, and that was in New York State, maternity forms and all that stuff, and told us that this has to be filled out in order to take our child. If it weren't for the teachings from my elders from the Morton family, the eye-opening experience with Brother Fontes and the birth of his child, I wouldn't have caught multitude of violations that were in the paperwork that was handed to us. What I viewed was nothing less than soft threats violations and misinformation in regards to what we must do. I highlighted the obviously obvious written violations, threats, and showed the head nurse as evidence. I firmly but respectfully rejected the form that contained questionnaires from our family, educational background, paternity consent, social security, birth certificate, and all other private personal questions that have nothing to do with the birth of our child. What I did was show the staff, held no authority over my family, the questions were violations under the Constitution, and if anyone, anyone were to try to compel me with filling it out, they would be put up on criminal charges on a federal level. They asked me to give them a few minutes to straighten that matter out, and to which I obliged. Minutes passed, and the nursery, nursery informed informed us that we that everything was complete and we could be discharged and take our child with us. Nothing further was discussed. We were free to leave without incident. That's from Brother Farnell. Ah. Wow. Wow. So then you know that. You know what to do. We're so used to just buying papers and getting a birth certificate that puts our children into a uh, wardship uh, status. Okay. So thank you, Carla. Hopefully you will pursue that lead, you know what I'm saying, and look up the program, the reference program that they're sharing. And much success to you, brother. All right? Carla. Yeah, I got you, man. Thank you all very much for that. I'm going to look more deep into it. Thanks. Thanks for having oh, me. Sure. Right. Peace. Love, love you. Okay. We have another caller. Caller from the 702 702 306 702. Caller. Peace. 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 Hotel family. Peace, sir. Greetings to the host and the guests. I go, I go by the name of Seaweed from Las Vegas, Nevada. I have two quick questions. My first question. difference between a status correction and nationality or being nationalized? Well, I think I missed the beginning of the question. Okay. What is the difference between status correction and or being nationalized or nationality? There's no difference. Your, Your nationality does sets your status. Exactly. 
Okay. And sets the stage for jurisdiction matters as well. That's why it's so important. Okay, so it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, you should look up the word status. It means your relationship to your community. Okay. But it's a legal relationship also. Okay. Is a DNA test mandatory to claim a nationality? No. What? DNA, your nationality comes from your mother. Okay. From being born. Okay, well, that was it. Thank you. Everybody on the planet has a nationality, whether they're aware of it or not. It it comes from being born. Well, that I agree with. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I just know we have a lot of misconceptions in the conscious community with a lot of people saying that, we're all, everybody's Moors. Some people saying we're not Moors because they trace back their DNA and it doesn't go back to Morocco. They're saying they're from somewhere else, so that is the reason why I asked well, the question. Well, so clarity for everybody, everybody, Everybody is Moors, but everybody is not an heir. I agree. Mm-hmm. Right, and also... And also, and also, you need to know when they say it doesn't go back to Morocco, this is Morocco. The Morocco in Africa, as you know it today, is a kingdom and not an empire. So when you say Morocco, you're saying America. When you yes, say ma'am. Morocco, you're saying Northwest Africa. When you say yes, Morocco, ma'am. yes. That, that, and, and see, the thing is, is that Moors are the mothers and fathers of civilization on the entire planet. That's why you can go over in Europe, you can go to Japan, you can go to China, and when they do the ancient dig-ups of, uh, of, the, of the oldest bones, they are going to be people with what, what I'll say is dark, melanated, you know, skin. It's not going to be the amalgamated ones you see today. So they're the mothers and fathers. And also, this thing about doing their blood test, that's a big farce because there's only one, every, every, uh, every one, one mother's breast has given a suck. That's why Prophet Noah Julie said that. So that means that all the right. blood goes back to the mother. So, right. you know, that's just a waste of however much it costs to go do that. It's a waste mm-hmm. of, of honest and a division and a diversionary action. Yeah. Right. Okay, thanks for the clarity. All right. It's long. Indeed, indeed. Okay, we have another caller, and the call queue this caller is from the 678 area code, 678-927-678 caller. Peace, are you with us? Peace, yes, I'm with you guys all night. Yes, greetings. Um, I'm just laying here. I'm calling from Atlanta, and me and my baby, I'm pregnant right now seven months pregnant, and she just kicking me, kicking me. She like, Ma, you got to ask this question. You got to ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, listening to you guys really got me really thinking. You know, I really don't know everything as far as 
giving birth by this being my first pregnancy. And I just want to, you know, maybe get a number where I could call the ladies and talk to them off the line and just get more information because here in Atlanta, I'm not really familiar with how to go about, you know, giving birth in the hospital and with the paperwork and everything like that. So I know it'll probably have to take more time. So if I could just, like, get some contact information with the ladies and we could go from there. Well, yeah, here's what I'll do for you, sis. Uh, I see your number in the call queue. I'll write your number down, and I'm going to email it to the sister so she can contact you directly, okay? Thank you, thank you. Is that that okay with you? Yes, that's perfect. we We also have a young lady that came on the program about three weeks ago. Um, Sister Pamela, and she gives she she did a successful home birth as well a few months ago. So she can maybe help you in that area in terms of steering you in the right direction with midwives that are right in your area. Okay, because okay. these sisters are, are, are up north. So if I could put you to, in contact with somebody that's right in your region, would you be open to that? Yes, that would just be even better because that's right here in my area. I could just reach out to her. That would be perfect for me. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm going to do that for you, all right? Thank you so much. And you got my you got my contact information, right? I see your number. Just give me your first name, please. Sierra, C-I-E-R-I-A. Okay. I got you. Give thanks. I appreciate it so much, and I love listening to the show every every week, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Peace. Okay, family, still got some hands up there. Let me go to caller from the 860-860-680-860-680. Caller, peace. How you doing? Greetings, how are you? Yes. My question um, to the ladies, or the lady that was talking earlier tonight about how your... Sister Anna E, yes. Anna E, Anna E. Um, my question in regards, you said that the Europeans had nothing and it just came into the land with paperwork. Is that what I'm hearing or I'm just, I just saying something otherwise when they took over the land? I'm sorry, came into the land and did what? No, um, in regards, they didn't have enough when they came to this land 100, 100 years ago. All right. With, with well, they program. came to this particular part of the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how they got it? Well, from your um, interpretation. I'm sorry, well, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not hearing or I'm comprehending your question. I'm saying, how did the Europeans got this land? Since they don't have nothing. That's my question. No, they they don't they don't have this land. This land cannot be bought, sold, or transferred. But what happens a lot of times is through abandonment. They get us to voluntarily abandon our estate, and so because we are abandoning it. 
you know, it, what they do is they claim it until the air shows up. Which is what nationality is all about. Okay, so I guess this land was always here for people. Then we just abandoned it and took it over and said, this is theirs. No, this right. land was always here, and there was always a nation of people here in existence. But yeah, I know. because we as people don't know who we are, we want to run around calling ourselves Negro, colored, black, African American, and stuff like that. That's abandonment. Okay. Uh, you know, and there's there's other ways that they get us to abandon our escape. You know, they they. You know, everybody's trying to go back to Africa like you got to travel across the land to get home when you're already standing on home. That's another form of abandonment. There's many ways that Europeans trick us into abandoning our estate. It's a trick. It's not for real. As soon as we wake up and take your place, then you can get your estate back. The problem is we got so many people that is under the spell of the Christian crusade. If they're not under the spell or in conjunction with being under the spell, they're fighting each other, which is how we got divided in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before, um, they were here and they, because like somebody showed them how to get to this land. Am I right? Yeah, the same that is correct. Okay, that is so, so in that argument, some of our own people showed them how to get here. Yes, Even that's for, what was the, the story of what was taught. They were right. here, and now they have made a place, got comfortable with some of our people that were here, and over time, we just let them have it. Is that no, what I'm we didn't called? let them have it. it it's called trickery. All right, so they, so they, after a while, they tricked our people. After our people were so friendly and open arms, to let them stay here with nothing. Yep. And all of a sudden, they, they turned the game, tricked us, and they make us the illusion that we, that we don't have nothing, and they always have them. Is that what I'm? All right. Trying to... All right. Okay. All right. All right. So next question. Okay. Brother, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the. the with the babies, I mean, in regards, hello, hello, yeah, yeah, with the with the babies, in regards to our our queens, our, the women that's giving birth to them. Uh, my ask, my question is, issue with them with the hospital thing is really um with with the nationality. Isn't there a better way that some should try to have them back at home, like back in the days, and say going yeah. to these institutions? That, yeah. That's what that's what we just discussed with the previous caller. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, caller. We got like three minutes left, and I got two more callers, and I want to fit at least one of them in before the line cuts. Okay. All right. Um, one question. Is there way I can I, um, look for you up on Facebook to ask you more questions? Because I feel some of my questions are not answered because I'm rushing. You can send your question to mhhs eyes wide open at gmail dot com. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Peace. 
Hey, there's a caller calling from a 111 number. I don't know if this is a block number or a Skype number. Nonetheless, caller from the 111 area code. Peace. Peace. How are you guys doing tonight? Greetings. Greetings. Wonderful um, yourself. I am blessed. Thank you. I just want to say peace to my, both of my mothers. Um, how are you doing? Um, I've been listening to you guys. This is my first uh, first time. Thank you, Sister Raj, for telling me about this program. It's wonderful. But You're my welcome. question, um, my question that uh, oh, by the way, I'm one of Sister Raj Wednesday night um, student. <laughs> um, my question that I have that I'm kind of um, curious. You stated that the Europeans basically took our land to trick us. It's a trickery thing. Now, since our people are waking up, what do what is this? The rest of the community that's already uh, wake up to come. You know, we have to have to kind of draft how we go, how we're going to go about the process or the procedures to to get what was stolen or what was what they trick us to take back. That's basically my question that I have because I have been fighting the European the, um, the European descendants um, in court in every way possible uh, regarding our inheritance that they stole from us. But I see that most of our people, they are too much focused on the fiat rather than focus on getting back our inheritance that's, that is our land. That's my mm-hmm. question. You're absolutely correct. A lot of our people, they get, you know, it's like, the carrot, that it's like they, they, they are in uh, a dog race and they're chasing the bone. The bone is the Federal Reserve note. It's a trick. And, you know, the only way that we're going to um, get around that is with just more education, more information, because we as a people should not be chasing after Federal Reserve notes. After all, it's worthless pieces of paper. They tell you that flat out. What we need to do is eliminate these processes that foreign Europeans have put in place to enslave us. 